And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 171. Woo-hoo! Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's been a day. Good morning. 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 There you go, Mr. Brantley. Hey, there, big guy. How are you doing, man? Well, here we are. Uh, it's No, it's it's officially here. The colors are changing. It's fall was a couple of weeks ago, I think. It's was it? Okay. Here, and Tennessee's playing Alabama. How about that? This got to be the biggest game in a long, long time since I can re- remember. I mean, you used to go to all the games up there in the skybox. Yeah. And and um, been a long time since I've seen something like this. <clears throat> I'll tell you, I'm glad I don't have that thing anymore because everybody in the world will be calling me. Oh, my here. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad when you're trying to fill it up. Hey, you want to go? No, nah, I'm okay. I'm no, good, man. Go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we haven't seen you. We're best friends. I love you, man. I'm, I listen to you all the time uh, when, you know, wherever you're on the radio. And so you still got that skybox? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I think I want to go. Okay. Wow. You believe well, this? Calling, so that's, that's, that's true. That's true. Everybody wants to go to this one. Oh, no question. I mean, this is probably, I mean, it's the biggest football game in the country. And, and for it's ga- yeah, game to be here two times in a row. I know, and every, you're supposed to wear, everyone's supposed to wear orange. Forget that orange and white stuff. It's all orange Saturday. We're oranging it out? Yeah, we're oranging it out. <clears throat> I was going to wear all black, so I should not do that. <laughs> black is black. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Orange well, pumpkins. <clears throat> are you going to be watching it, or are you going to go to the game? I'm going to be watching it. I'm still a little under the weather, so I'll be watching it. Cheer right, well, on, buddy. Let's kick this one off. This is number 171 of the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. And before we get into everything, I'd like to say, Ed, happy yes. anniversary. Oh, really? Four years ago, we started the Ed and Bob Show podcast. Four years ago? Yep. Golly. Did you think we'd make it four months? <laughs> I didn't think we were going to make it two weeks. <laughs> Four years, man. Four years. That's really great. Yeah, we fun, started uh, four years ago this week. Yeah, it has oh, been. Yeah. We, we didn't know what we were doing, and I'm, I'm not sure we still do. No, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm terrible at the technical stuff. You know? <laughs> I sign in on the computer and then go to the cell phone. And it's like, what? What? What, what are you what? doing? What? What are we doing here? That's right. All right, let's get this puppy started. And we, what we do is we like to look back on things that happened uh, this week back um, in our past and uh, what we got here you want to kick us off well there's some pretty important things that happened back then you know that model t was introduced to the public the ford model t can you imagine that and it's still around well can you imagine uh being henry ford and thinking i'm gonna lose everything i've got (laughs) And I don't know who invested in it. Did, did, did he have investors? I guess he did. Guess and and look where it is today, Ed. How many people make big, or, you know, uh, uh, horseless carriages? But well, he started the car industry in America, really. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So there, there you go. 1908. Also, yeah, the first broadcast of the Tonight Show with Johnny. Here's Johnny. Wow. 1962. So that would be, uh, I'm not very good at math. That's 60 years, isn't it? It is. Wow. Wow. 60 years. 1971 this week, Walt Disney World opened. Um, so that's been, that's been 50 years. Yeah. It's hard to believe Walt Disney World has been 50 years. It doesn't <laughs> seem like that long ago. But uh, wow, that's, that's uh, 50 years. Okay. You know, I'll, and let me add something there. When I was a, a kid, my grandmother lived in Kiss Kissimmee. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we would go down there and visit her and it was there was no paved roads it was all uh you know sand dusty roads Get and we'd go here. down really? no oh yeah and so yeah. when we, we would go down there and i remember one time i was sitting there with my grandmother on the porch and she said lordy bob i don't know what's going on i said what's going on <laughs> what's going on mamma she said there's a whole bunch of companies buying up all the land around here. Wow. She said, I don't know why they're all buying it up. And Walt Disney started like 40 or 50 different companies oh. that bought all the land. So nobody thought it was just one company. I see. So that's what happened to Kissimmee. What about that? Yeah. About what else that? we got? Well, let's see. Epcot opened also uh, in October. That was in 82. The you Mickey know. Mouse Club, 1955 <laughs> on ABC. Evidently, that's, this is the month they start, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> K-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Wow, 1955. All of that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I like this month. Yeah, also, there's been, it's not real good for the stock market, though. You know, all the crashes happen in October. Yeah, you're right. I like this one on this list. Um, I didn't, because I did, had no clue. If you asked me what decade it started, I wouldn't have told you when they started building Mount Rushmore, 1927. Wow. I had no idea. A lot of dynamite there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know why they did it, but he, somebody did it. And... You remember back... the, was it the movie South, North by Northwest that yes, it culminated that. there? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. And they're standing on it and on it. Yeah. Do you, do you remember as a child looking up in the sky, looking for the Russian satellite going over, blinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm sure I, I'm sure I saw it. <laughs> in 1957, you did? Yeah. No, I mean I, I did, <laughs> but I'm sure I, I'm sure I saw it. Didn't you? Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know, when this is a one, uh, October 10th, uh, 1913, the Panama Canal joined the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans. And you know, if you think about that, that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, sure is. I bet a lot of people died building that thing, too, or digging it out. Hmm. Well, there were a lot of palms greased to make that happen. I promise yeah, you that. That's true. So, and a big deal, 1975, Saturday Night Live premiered. Live from New York! New York. It's Saturday night! <laughs> and you know, the first guest host, God, who it was George Carlin. Well, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah, George Carlin, and um, Chevy Chase was only on it one year, that first year. Wow. So, 
Wow. Yeah, that's way good. All right, we're, we're buzzing along here, folks. The Ed and uh, Bob Show podcast. We're glad you're with us. Let's get things rolling, Ed, get a little controversy going. we got questions of the day, and we'll start with you. All right, my question is, why are gas prices going back up again? Have you noticed that? They were coming down at a great rate, and I thought, boy, this is going to be good. We're going to be back where we used to be, and all of a sudden, they're zooming back up again. I know. I thought you were going to change and be a Democrat for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, my, my gut feeling is summer is over and a lot of that summer travel uh, is not there at big demand. So they got to sell it to somebody. And then that's why I went down. And then um, I don't know, I, I guess. They well, heard it need to go back up. Well, actually, it was in the news about 10 days. Well, now, last week, actually, OPEC is cutting their oil. They're hmm. not going to take millions of gallons like they were out of the ground. So they're cutting wow. their supply of oil. And our president is dealing, trying to find people like in Venezuela and other places, for, you know, the people we don't really do business with, trying to get their oil. And, you know, we've got oil here in the United States. We just have to get it out of the ground. Oh, we're not going to do that, Ed. We've stopped doing it. <laughs> we're not going to drill for oil. No. We're not going to do that. We're going to no. spend money some other country and bring it in. That's right. So anyway, oh, that's God. why the prices are going up. And they're going to stay up for a while, it looks like. Isn't that great? You know, they could go as high as $4 a gallon again. I remember when, what was it, Obama went to Venezuela and said, we won't be your number one customer. <laughs> God. Oh, you know, what's, the, what's that gas company that is owned by the country in Venezuela? Is it City? Sit, Sitco? Oh, is it Sitco? Sitco, yeah. Maybe it is, okay. That's the Venezuelan wow. oil right there. Of course, they're probably right. use it anymore. What's your I question a, of the day? Here it comes, Ed. I was, uh, I'm st I was, I went to a restaurant the other day on a, it was like a Tuesday afternoon, okay? My wife's okay. out of town working for a month, and so I, I said, well, Bob, we're going down to get something to eat. So I got in the car, went down, drove into this restaurant, well-known, big-name restaurant. I walk in. There's a table. It's got four people at it, and one person sitting at the bar, and I said, I'll just go up to the bar, have a beer, and then I want to have crab legs, and I want to... And so I got there and sat and sat and sat, and I looked at the guy across the bar, and I said... Where's everybody? He said, I don't know. I've been here 20 minutes trying to get a beer. I'm like, okay. Are you kidding? So and I got up. There were only two employees there. <gasps> only two employees in the wow. entire restaurant. So I got up and left. Where, wow. my question is, I mean, it, they didn't go to another country. Where did all the workers go? Where did everybody that was working go? Well, I don't know. They just quit, I guess. I don't know. Well, I thought all that uh, pandemic money ran out. Where are they yep. getting their money? How are they living? Don't you have to work to, to eat? Great questions. Great questions. I was hoping you'd have, have an, an answer. answer them. I just don't have an answer. No. But well, I, I don't, I don't I understand, understand what it. you're saying. I do understand. And almost every fast food restaurant in town is advertising. I see them, you know, they're on their little billboards outside, now hiring, now hiring. And they're even putting them price for, you know, how much they're paying. So it's, it's uh, everybody's looking for someone. 
every and it's not just fast food ed it's no, it's no. every business wants to hire somebody um and i don't know where they went i'm still working uh i, I don't know i don't i don't get it and i don't understand where they went and and if they're just at home sitting on their butts how are they paying the bills yeah i don't think they're home sitting on their butts i think i don't know what they're doing but it, it's it's, I think it's in different levels. You know what I mean? Not, like for instance, if you, if you are highly talented, they're probably not, you're not looking for a job, but if you're, well, I, I take that back because there's plenty of people who would, who would use an entry level job. You know that. Anywhere know. you want to work right now. Uh, listen, you and I, when we, when we were growing up and got out on our own, there were sometimes we weren't didn't know if we were going to get hired. <laughs> now you can go anywhere you want to and pick out the company you want to work at, and I promise you they're hiring. Yeah. And if you do a great job, you're going to work your way up through the company. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a heating and air truck the other day on the interstate, and it said on the back of it, "Not only are we hiring, but we will train you. Yes. And pay you." Mm-hmm. While pay we're you, training pay you. you. Yeah, pay you while we're training you. And it's a, that's a career. I mean, that's a career that, that a lot of people have made a lifetime. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is something that when we were in our 20s, we would have loved to have had. And mm-hmm. I just don't, do people just not want careers anymore? They just want to pay for their apartment and their cell phone and, and do Twitter and, and Instagram all day and just well they don't twirl. have to pay their school loan that's going to be gone no that's true <laughs> all, right. all right we're out of here we got to get into the topic of the day what is it Ed it is what do your dreams mean if anything Ooh, okay oh that's something I'm looking forward to it okay I've got a sponsor here Bob I'll tell you about okay it's the the Weigel stores Family owned and operated for over 90 years. East Tennessee's favorite convenience store with a whole lot more. Family owned and operated for over 90 years. Isn't that something? Wow. That's that's Incredible. great to have a local. But, and there's a special this, this month on milk. You know, we always have a special flavor for you. Can mm-hmm. get. It's pumpkin spice. Ooh. And that is delicious. I've tried it. It is wonderful. Pumpkin spice milk. So uh, also we've got a, another deal I want to tell you about too, but you can, you can buy one and give one. That special is still happening. When you purchase a gallon of milk at Weigel's, you have the chance to provide a gallon for our friends over at Second Harvest. Just ask your cashier at the, at the register about this opportunity to give back. And I think that's great because the Weigel's people, they do give back a lot. I'd heard about that. That's uh, pretty cool. And they said, um, what was he say? He said, you don't have to, it's not like you go into the thing and get an extra gallon of milk. You no. just, you, 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 you pay for it and you can, and uh, give them a, a gift certificate. And I was talking to our buddy, Michael Toronto, who works at Second Harvest. And he said, all those gift certificates for milk come in. And he said, it's just amazing because they can give it to families that uh, have children and they're, you know, having a tough time and they mm-hmm. need it. And then the family can walk right into Weigel's, use that certificate. And, uh, you know, fresh milk right it's there amazing. for their family. Yeah, it's a good thing. Good partnership for everybody involved. It really is. It is. All right, Ed, we got uh, our topic of the day today is what do your dreams mean? 
Um, <laughs> if, <I'm> sicko. <laughs> if they mean anything, well, I, 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 this is a crazy topic because I've asked several people this week about dreams. I said, Ed and I are doing a thing on dreams. I did not get the same answer from anybody. Do you remember your dreams? Some I can and some I don't. Now, my son can tell you exactly what he dreamed and okay. in, in great detail. And, and if you get tired of it, you can come back and get it and do it some more tomorrow. But it goes on and on and on. My wife really? is the same way. She knows. Yeah, she remembers everything. Wow. I don't remember anything about my dreams. Nothing. No. Yeah. I. You know. I. Um, uh, here's my take on dreams, because my wife has a whole different. As I say, everybody's got a different take on this. I think your dreams. A lot of them are influenced by what you ate and what you had to eat before you went to bed, uh, you know, within a couple hours. If you eat a bunch of food and your brain is all firing up and you got sugar going and all this stuff, and your brain is so active while you're trying to sleep that it just searches for anything in your brain to bring up. <coughs> and then... And that's what you dream about. You, you just a, to me, I think it's a bunch of mixed up, crazy things that are up in your subconscious that you're it just all thrown together because you got all this energy going on. Whereas if you're you you've got exercise that day, you didn't eat late and stuff like that, and you fall asleep like a baby, you don't dream. I mean, you don't dream every night, right? No, and I don't think you dream all night. You know, when you're in deep sleep, you don't dream. I think you just dream right when you go to sleep, and then when you start, before you wake up. I think that's the places where the dreams come through. Maybe not, but I always thought that was true. I've been trying to find out if it is. Um, but You, you know, know, I read all these things, and, and it seems like a lot of everybody says, oh, you're going to dream about sex. Yeah. And I, I, have, I don't think I ever have in my entire life. Really? So is that weird? That it seems like all these people, you know, these, you know, brilliant people, Sigmund yeah. Freud, and all these people, they oh, you'll have you'll, you'll have the sexual frustration dreams, and, and I, <laughs> I, I never had that. So I don't. I, how about you? No, I haven't. But I do. I do kind of. I uh, used to. I used to. Don't have it so much now. I've got here. I've got a list here of dreams. Okay, go. You want to go? Oh, I, I want to hear them. Oh. Bring it. All right. If you dream about cheating on your partner, mm -hmm. it means you're having a hard time getting your needs met in the relationship, or you feel trapped in another area of your life. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Or your partner cheating, if you dream about that, you feel afraid of losing your partner or rejection in another area of your life. Okay. If you, if you dream you're being naked or experiencing other public embarrassment, you feel vulnerable and worry about other people to see your flaws. And, uh, I've never dreamed about being naked. Have you? No, I have never. <laughs> I, so I don't. Go ahead. See, I, all this stuff doesn't. And I've never, so far, everything you mentioned, I haven't dreamed about. So yeah. go ahead. What about falling? Falling to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but, but go ahead, I'm, and then I'll tell you okay. my recurring dream. Okay. And I know you don't dream about losing your teeth or missing your bus or train or anything like that. No. So go ahead. Tell me. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I have dreamed about houses 
that I know every square inch of it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I know every square inch of it, but it's not a house that I've ever in real life seen. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this house and it's all my dreams are, I'm by myself, I'm going to be killed. I'm being chased. Um, the lights are off, the power's off, can't get anything on. Um, I'm, I'm in a, this house and I think I hear other people in the house and, but it's a house that I know, I know every square inch of it. Like I've lived there forever. I would, I've actually woken up in the morning saying, I dreamed about this house. I remember when I owned it down on so-and-so street, and I would drive down to that street and there's no house like that. <gasps> and I've oh never, and I obviously never owned it, but I, when I woke up, I was sure I'd owned that house. And th this has gone on. I've had this dream a million times. Wow. But it's always a different house. It's not the same house, but every house I'm in, I know every square inch of it before I even walk into another room. And it's, I, I don't, so I don't, I don't, I don't even know what the heck that means, but I, um, I'm always about to be killed or something. Oh gosh. Mm. And, um, so anyway, you go ahead. Well, you know, a few years ago I started flying. Mm -hmm. and got my pilot's license and all of right. that. And I'll tell you how that started. It was a dream. I had a dream that I was flying an airplane and I was wow. landing at McGee Tyson Airport. Wow. And I was I could actually see the runway in my dream and I actually saw the instruments of the plane and I actually remember touching down on the runway. And mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, I thought, I, you know, I think I'm going to do this. That's kind of a premonition of something you might want to do. And so it was, it was a fun experience, and, and that dream did do that. Now, some people tell me that they dream meeting their, their dead parents or grandparents, and, and their parents say things to them in their dreams. And you ever done that? No, I've never done that either. That, I'm I really kind of ticked off that I don't have all these great other dreams that people have. No. Yeah, and some people dream, if they're a golfer, they'll dream about hitting that perfect golf shot. Oh, God, yeah. I wouldn't be that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Okay, I got, I, got, I got a little bit more for you. I know I'm going long on this, but I got a little bit more. Um, I, um, and, and I, do you ever dream about flying? And I'm not talking about it in a plane, but you just spread your wings and you're going to fly up in the air. I mean, you don't have wings, but just your arms. No. Never done that. Okay, that? I have. Well, my wife has. She's dreamt uh, dreamt about just flying, you know, like a bird. And and I would always in my dreams when I want to get away from all these people who are going to kill me. I, I I think about flying, and so I try to fly, and I get up about ten feet, and then I come down and crash. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm always frustrated in my dreams. Why can't I get this flying thing down? And so. I get about 10 feet off the air and then I come right back down. Oh, wow. and, and and then just before whoever it is that's chasing me gets to me, boom, I wake up. Yeah, goodness, just in time. That's kind of like the movies too, you know, sometimes it happens that way. But you know, what you ought to try to do is keep a record in your dreams. Uh, as you drift oh, you off sound to like sleep, my wife. Yeah. try repeating this to yourself, Bob. I'm going okay. to dream vividly and I'm going to remember those dreams when I wake up. 
I don't like I want the ones I've been dreaming. I don't want to remember them. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, what's the bottom line for people that are listening to this? What do you think dreams mean anything? Do they give you some deep insight into what you're going to do or who you are or what's wrong with you or what's good about you? What's your take? Well, it depends on what you're dreaming. For instance, I think it's, it's pleasant if you can dream talking to a loved one who's passed on Mm -hmm. and or getting some advice from a loved one who's passed on. I think that's pleasant. Uh, I I enjoyed dreaming about flying. I really enjoyed that. I was a pretty good pilot when I was dreaming. I'm still a good pilot, but that was a pretty good pilot then. But it's, uh, you know, it's not just all sex, I don't think. And, and, uh, you know, some people dream about food. So I think it's okay. I do. Well, the last thing, the, the, the guy that said dreams are not, some experts say, according to the activation synthesis theory, dreams are nothing more than a collection of random images and thoughts projected during sleep as a result of normal brain activity. I know nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to say, oh no, you know, dreams are giving me insight into my psyche. And, And so here's what I'll end on because I've gone so far too long. What if, now I want you to think about this and I want you to absorb this. What if our dreams is the reality and what we do when we think we're awake is really a dream. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that crazy? Yeah, the sixth sense. Wouldn't that be weird to find that out later? Yeah, you've been oh, no, dreaming man. your whole life, buddy. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move along and tell everybody what they got coming up, and then I've got a sponsor. Okay, we've got the mailbox and some complaints coming up we're going to talk about and uh, lots of things. So, Bob, who's your sponsor? It has been lucky, just like always. Uh, I tell you what, very cool place. And they've been just kicking it, man, saving you money. What they do on Wednesday and Thursday, they take all those items that you would, uh, you know, send back to Amazon, Home Depot, Lowe's, things like that. They're wholesaled out, folks. They don't go back on the shelves. And people like being lucky get them and buy them and they're brought in. They never know what they're going to get, but they're all brand new. And so what they do is they put them out in these big bins, not 10 feet deep bins, just about a foot deep, and spread them all out. You come in on Friday, everything is $7. I don't care if it's a $30 item. $7. Saturday, $5. Sunday, $3. Monday, if anything's left, a dollar. And really on Tuesday, if anything left, it's only 50 cents. Where is this place you're saying? 4426 Middlebrook Pike. It's across from that KUB substation there on Middlebrook Pike up near uh, Edgehouse Drive almost. But go in there and say, I'm here to get lucky. And uh, I heard it on the I heard it on the Ed and Bob show. So here we go. Ooh, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, Ed, open up that mailbox. All right, buddy, here we go. That's a big envelope there. This is Elsie from Mon Nebraska, is that right? Then you pronounce that, I don't know. Yeah, 84-year-old Elsie Edler says, she pays taxes to herself, grants her own alcohol license, and is the only remaining resident in Monowee, Nebraska. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Will one of you, 
I guess she's talking to you, Bob. Will you go move there and take over when she dies? I think, Ed, you might be a good mayor. <laughs> mayor of oh, Monowee, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy to be the only person left in your town? That's a little bit twilight zone there. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look it up. <laughs> I think you need to go there. I don't she think she, she don't need to grant her own license. Just drink it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably got a spare bedroom. That's the hotel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what else you got? This? All right, let's see. Here's, uh... wait a minute. Uh... Here's Goosey from Fort Payne, Alabama. Been there? Woo! Yeah, we have. Didn't you guys make the band Alabama a success? I don't know if it was me or Ed, but um, Ed probably had more involvement in that than me, but uh, uh, I know we were certainly one of the first radio stations to ever play their music, weren't we? Yes, we were. I, I remember that day. Um, Randy Owen was driving back from uh, Myrtle Beach. You know, they had that show down there in that club. Yeah. They, they, they were the house band. What was the name of the club? Um, oh, God. Gosh, I remember that. But anyway, they, and, you know, and that's where they, were, they played there every night. Yeah. And, and uh, he was driving home to Fort Payne and uh, stopped at the radio station. Bobby Denton was on the air. And he yep. took a 45 RPM record in there. And he said, Mr. Denton, would you play this for me and just listen to it and see if you think it might be worthy of being on the air. And so um, Bobby said, yeah, well, so he, he listened to it and he said, now go get in your car. And so uh, Randy was driving down Kingston Pike and Bobby played it on the radio. And that's how it started. Wow. Was it. Well, you know, Amazing. we used to have them at, uh, at Redgate. Oh yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Of course, now you people listening that wants to make a record, they don't, the radio stations don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, no. no. And it was called the, uh, it was called the Bowery, by the oh, way. Oh, that's it, the Bowery. It, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't, you mean you don't just drive up and say, here's my record, no, play it? No, 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 they, people don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was then and this is now. You got to go through corporate and, you know, and the corporate playlist and the corporate music director and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. But we were there in the good old days. I'll tell you that. You get to meet these people and play the records and have fun, go eat lunch with them. And good people. Anyway, uh, Randy told me, he said, uh, he called his wife and said, uh, I wish you could listen to the radio. But anyway, he, when he was driving down Keystone Pike and Bobby played the record, he said his, he cried. He actually cried. So, wow. Wow. Pretty moving. Well, I hope we were involved in some way or other, uh, or the radio station, or Bobby, or you, or it made some kind of difference in their career. And uh, you know, I think I think Randy and the guys uh, did appreciate what the station did for them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And the people of East Tennessee. I mean, some of their best, greatest fans in the world were here in East Tennessee. You know, I mean, and would... let me give you this quick story, and you remember it. Um, we had Alabama booked and Bobby was going to pay them $8,500. And, <laughs> and, um, and Randy called Bobby and said, Hey, can I get out of this? And, uh, we have another offer to play. It was for like something like $150,000. Mm. And he said, I promise you, I will come back and we'll make good on this. And, uh, Bobby did let him out of it. They came back a year later when they were making millions. And I don't know if you remember that. I was at the Knoxville mm -hmm. Coliseum, and we were all there. 
And after the concert, Bobby said they made so much money, he was going to give us some money. And Mary gave every one of us $100, which to me back then was like a million. But I remember him giving me a $100 bill. And I was going, whoa, <laughs> baby, I'm rich. <laughs> but he paid them $8,500 for a packed, sold-out Coliseum. Wow. And I remember Randy Owen coming off the stage looking at Bobby and said, you ain't never getting this deal again. <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go, Ed. Let's move along. This is the Ed and Bob Show. And this is where what we usually do is complain. And we're okay. very good at this, I've noticed, over the years. We've had a lot of practice. So Ed gets to complain first. I'm going to complain about pro sports. The... Uh... You know, I watched some pro sports this weekend, and I don't normally do that, and I know why now. But I can't imagine why those the stands are just absolutely full. There was a game yesterday, a football game, and I guarantee you there was five, five levels in that stadium. Wow. And, it, you know, and those tickets can't be cheap, but but it's so it's it's just not it, it was it was almost like it was a high school team could play better than that. They, they were just making stupid mistakes and doing silly things. These grown men out there doing that, but the fans are just going crazy over it. I don't get it. Well, I they make, and they're it. making crazy money, Ed. I, I don't. Absolutely. I if just it, don't get uh, it. If TV money ran out, I think everything would change in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, uh, but I haven't watched a pro football game in, since they kneeled. Uh, and they, I don't know if they're still kneeling or not, but I don't, I don't watch them. Um, but no, no I understand not, what you're saying. I don't think they're kneeling now. I think they stopped the kneeling part. But, the, well, but they're the still in the end zones, you know, and they're on their helmets uh, and all that crap, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. It, 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 it's not the same. And no. I understand that they're supposed to be, they're going to put two NFL teams in London. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fly over for that game, won't we? Oh, yeah. We'll be right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and you wait till I get there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I know they want to put one in Mexico City. I yeah. think they want to do anything when they think they're going. It's all about money. You know that. They oh, can absolutely. care less. You know, yeah. just money. Give me more money, Ed. Okay. All right. I got a complaint for you. Okay. It's it's my time of the year, Ed. You know what oh, it is. Here we go. Blowing your leaves in the road. I saw it twice this week while I was oh, walking my. the dog. They... they you, you pay to have people come over and clean your yard and pick up all the brush and everything, right? Right. Well, they get the leaves and those workers, it's so much easier just to blow them in the road because that means they went away, right? <laughs> They're off the property. <laughs> God. And you know, and, and here's the other side to this, leaves in the road is uh, like ice for a motorcyclist. Oh gosh, yeah, or a bicyclist. Yeah, so uh, yeah. folks, I mean, it's just a terrible idea. If you're paying somebody to clean up your yard, make them actually clean it up. Don't blow it in the road. Blow it in your neighbor's yard. Just don't blow in the road. <laughs> well, if it goes in the road, it probably goes across the street or down the street anyway, so. Well, it just comes, yeah, yeah, it's just comes right back just... somewhere. Yeah, it's not going away. I remember at, when I was younger, much younger, that at my grandmother's house where I spent most of my time, they would rake the leaves into the ditch and set them on fire. Oh, yeah. I remember setting everything on and, fire. 
Yeah. Yeah. And everybody did that. I mean, you could, you know, it just, and they, you know, it'd stand there and watch it burn and all that. And it, boy, the smoke and the smell. Yeah. I can remember the smell. <laughs> yes, I can too. Yeah. That was really fall when you, and yeah. you remember too, as a child that you get, you'd get, you know, your dad or mom would get out there and rake the leaves or your family member would rake the leaves in a big pile and you just run and jump in it. Yep. And boy. <laughs> boy, did I do that. You're exactly right. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's good memories. Well, All right, Ed, let's, uh, well, go ahead. You got anything else? No, I'm just going to reemphasize what you said. Don't blow the leaves in the road. Nope, nope. Tell everybody how you can listen to this, Ed. We've gone long. Ed, well, the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. Or you can download Apple Podcast app, Spotify app, or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on Alexa now. In your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, boys, what do you want to hear? And tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob show. It's been going for four years. Do that. And you can comment, too. We've got a comment section there. Uh, you can email us, Ed and Bob at yahoo.com. And follow us on social media, won't you? Ed and Bob at, KN, uh, at Ed and Bob KNOX, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas KNOX, and we're on Facebook, so we'd love to have you there. All right, Ed, uh, any corrections, anything you'd like to apologize for that you did wrong? No, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah. All right, uh, how about personal shout-out? Here's our buddy, oh, Howard boy. Phillips. He's a good man, buddy. You know, I went to um, uh, Harris Casino last Friday to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm -hmm. And not only did I see Earth, Wind, and Fire, I saw Howard and Barbara Phillips. What about that? Yeah, they look fantastic. Those two don't age. They look fantastic. I know. They're sweet people, great people. They really are. All right, Ed, tell everybody what the next show is. Next show is going to be Why Are Churches Dying? Hmm. Are they dying? Why are they dying? Something's going on there, that's for sure. Yeah, that's going to be a good show. It will be. All right, Ed, uh, we're out of here. Thank you, sir. Enjoyed it. And I look forward to the next show. Go Balls, beat Bama. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just to be beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful, I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. 
I'd go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be beautiful She's telling me we'll be wet She's picked out a king-size bed I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick Tell me quick Love a kick Tell me quick Ain't 